Welcome to the True Colors Podcast, where we share our views on life, relationships, and culture, exploring big questions and providing simple answers to them with your hosts, Jay Claire and Sally Olver. True Colors Podcast, episode 13. What? Yes, I think it's 13. I think I'm counting right. <laughs> <laughs> I think 13. No. You know that one of our listeners, one of our four listeners is going to go, you know what? No, it's 12. Mm, yeah, hopefully someone's keeping tabs. Yeah. Clearly and uh, you know what? Uh, it's it's kicked right into the festive season, Salster. Oh, dude, you know how I feel I, about this. I, you know I how I feel. Up. I got the tree up. Putting the tree up with the daughter, it is such a fun experience. Even though I didn't really do much, I put the oh, tree together. Oh, you're sweet to describe it like that. What's that? That is so sweet to, for you to, like, I, I felt that enthusiasm. Uh-huh. I'm just like, nah, Matt, can you do it? Every year. Matt is the one who's like, if it wasn't for Matt, it would be a very dark Christmas. Yeah, Every- I don't do the decorating. I, it would look like trash if I put it together. But the girls yeah. have done a really good job. The, the bauble the bauble work is mint. Now, hang on. Did Annie do it, though? Annie and Lucy, yeah. Well, but Annie was the, like, creative director, right? Annie was the creative in, director. Yeah, in she all fairness. So I, yeah, so I can imagine. Tree. I would imagine that the tree looks absolutely stunning. Ours, on the other hand, is like, it's like, why are we still using tinsel? We got tinsel on ours. No way. And it looks yeah, good. A nice, a nice singular silver. <laughs> the single self. Yeah. Single yeah, self. Yeah, mix it up. All it right. It's almost like a white Christmas Christmas tree. It's very... Yeah, look, you know, this is leading straight into my argument. Why? Why? Why do we have fake trees in our house? Why do we have snowflakes? It's Australia. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm very passionate about this. You know, I'm not a fan. So... Let me introduce the topic of conversation. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, I just get a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited. What we're talking about today is the festive season, Christmas, Uh and the commercialization of Christmas. Uh, Is it a good or a bad thing? Okay, I I might go off on a rant, so maybe it's better if you (laughs) if you lead. This is this is my my thoughts on Christmas. I love Christmas. I think oh, it's an amazing good on you. time. That's awesome, babe. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. I think, I think it's I think it's great. Like now, I actually used to be a bit of a poo pooer, um, and then family happens, and um, right. I think just seeing how excited Lucy gets for it and stuff is okay. very cool. Yeah. So you know, I try and <laughs> the Christmas spirit alive as much as I can. You know what <laughs> happened to us? You know what Tell me. To us? What? Um. Because uh, we ordered Lucy's gifts online. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the package rocked up. They didn't bloody cover the the image in the box. Like, there's still a, a bike on the <gasps> box. So she like, saw it. 
fucked on me early. And we're like, Santa, Santa's, Santa got the date wrong. <laughs> we better return it to him. Santa fail. <laughs> so Kmart, you need to get your act together. That was poor form. That's poor form, Kmart. I, I would expect more from K-Town. I would have thought they would have been a little bit more on the ball. But, but. I but, think, I think I, Annie, I think arguably, Annie did a, Annie did a good job. I don't, did yeah. I'm, I'm sure she did. It. Arguably, in the defence of K-Town, because, you know, I'm a fan, I don't think it's really their responsibility. I think that's outside of what they're no. responsible for. As a marketer, you should know everything is customer experience. And for that, for you them... It's K-Town, though, so they don't care. No, no. Well, why do they make their stores all jazzy and shit? They should just have, like, look like Bunnings. <laughs> Just Full industrial. <laughs> yeah, here's a bit of Lego on the on the eighth shelf. Better get it off there. <laughs> Why so high? Why? <laughs> Stuff with Bunnings is so poorly laid out. It's not funny. It's oh, like oh, some product. Up. I reckon they there's can. a guy in the morning. A guy in the morning on like uh, what are those forklifts? He's just running around on those and just like different <laughs> shit into the things. <laughs> Ah, that'll do. <laughs> Who's going to complain? <laughs> oh, it we're feels the, like a warehouse in here. Yeah. We're the leading hardware house in the country, so whatever. Yeah, I'm just going to put this mop in the painting aisle because I can. The funniest bit about that is how they actually had a tough opponent there for a while. They're masters. Masters come in. And they're like, we're going to make our stores nice and shiny. Bright lights, everything well organised. Everyone's big mistake. like, big mistake. It's not no. Bunnings Warehouse. No, no. You know what? <laughs> I think lame. I think people, if if you're going at that p- price point, people are not expecting. All they want is to get in and get out at a cheap cost. They don't need it to look good. If you're going to a, if you are going to K Town, you don't need for it to look like a boutique store. You don't need that. You just want the bargains, right? So I think, am I wrong? You just I, want the bargains. I'm just going straight to the rack with the yellow stickers that say clearance. Oh, clearance. I just oh, clearance. Say at Target. Oh, I was like, yellow stickers. what's yeah. going on? Why is oh. everything really small or really big? I can't find <laughs> it in the middle. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just like the midgets and the obese section. <laughs> Left over. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, I, <laughs> I um, normally when I'm going clearance, I'm getting things for the kids, and like you said, it's like really big, so I'll save it for when they grow into it. <laughs> You're officially a Mauritian mum. <laughs> I'll buy it and save it for when they're bigger. Oh, that is just gold. My uh, mum and my dad, like for Christmas, say say Sam's ten, right? They'll buy him like a size sixteen. Hopefully <laughs> oh, he gets it. It's okay. He'll, he'll grow into it. He'll grow into <laughs> it. 
This, this is like a perfect, a perfect segue into like the Christmas chat. Like I know we haven't really even spoken about it yet, but I, I love the fact that like it becomes this big festival of people just buying stuff. I can't. Dude, I can't. I can't manage. No, <laughs> I, can't. I, can't. I used to love how manage. my mum. My mum used to be similar to that, but like with Christmas parents, you'd be like, Christmas parents, Christmas presents. Sorry. <laughs> parents. Christmas, Christmas presents. Yep. And they'd be like, oh, I could buy this now. It's on special after Christmas. Yeah. And it will be good for so-and-so in three years' time. Absolutely. That's my girl right there. <laughs> because... This is my problem. It's like if you're selling something, okay, you can get Christmas wrap for like 50 cents. But if you were to buy it now, it's like 12 bucks. That's not okay. That is the not works. okay. Have you the noticed only- how you, you probably don't, you, your, your lovely husband probably buys you roses all the time. Um, but- no. And for that reason, I'm like, don't buy me roses, man, because they die. It's a waste of money. Like I would but rather I like, you buy I, me a like a multi-size Milo with that money. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm like I would rather that than roses. I'm like yeah, they're cool, but I'm not that girl. Some girls real like I've got loads of friends that love receiving flowers and whatever and. That's cool. That's all right. But I just I don't mm. see the value because flowers are expensive, bro. And he, and he got me roses this year. Oh. Yeah, it was my first year. Um, was it was it this year that I stopped? Yeah, I think it was this year that I, uh, that I was I was out of the vegan club. Right. And uh, for this Valentine's, she gave me. <laughs> Bacon roses. <laughs> <laughs> it was epic. It was very cool. Bacon roses, dude. Bacon well, roses. Can you see, like, there's value there for you? Yeah, and I, I, think, I, and I, think, I got to eat my roses. <laughs> oh, you got to, value, right? So I think that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. What do you value, right? Hmm. And I, okay, so. My, I'm, Look, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy to hear that you have a great positive attitude towards Christmas. That's awesome. That's great. It's, it's what, it's what I was saying to you, kind of. I, I think it was it last week or the week before. I just, I think where my mind has gotten is each to their own. Like people want to yeah, get sure. into it and they want to yeah, enjoy but, it. Yeah, well, oh, it absolutely. But the, pur- the purpose of this segment and the purpose of our podcast is to share our ideas. On, on how we, and, and I absolutely 100% support that. Like, I would never, like, if some dudes go all out for Christmas, right? They love it. They've decked their houses out. looks amazing. Like, I would never go into that and go, you know what? I hate Christmas. I think it's bullshit. Like, I wouldn't do that, <laughs> right? I wouldn't do yeah. that. But if I'm asked, I, I will, I am have no problem in, in saying that I think the Western way the western paradigm for christmas i think is appalling i think can i tell you why i i think it's a i don't think it's a western thing 
I you think. Don't. Oh, yeah, probably not. Because there's lots of Western yeah, countries yeah, that aren't. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. It's more right. of an Americanized. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, I, I, I take your point. I take your point, yeah. And Americanized is like consumer-driven society right. on steroids. Okay, so I've I've never, and I think our culture is another reason why I don't get the Christmas thing. Like, so for Christmas, it's like, okay, everyone come around, everyone eat, da, da, da. We do that all the time, number one. That's what our culture does we get around a table and we eat together with people that we love all the time. Right. So for me, I'm like, I don't understand why people are making such a big deal out of it on this one occasion. Like for, for us, that sort of, that sort of atmosphere happens frequently. Right. That's, that's first. So I've never seen the point in like, oh, but the whole point is we get together and we share and we eat and whatever. And I'm like, okay, so how's that different to just a Sunday lunch at my grandma's house? I don't get it, right? So so there's that. Then there is the whole thing of um, the, the consumption thing makes me feel ill to my stomach. Um, it's just, it's too much. It's just too much like I'll, I'll never forget and Matt and I looked at each other and go okay we're never going to do that again so our kids were were small and you know we we were like what you're saying like it's really cool like you know what they love and you're going to buy them because you can and you know whatever and you want to spoil your kids and treat them and whatever but we went overboard this one Christmas and overboard no, I can't wait to hear this no kidding right by the end, they had all these presents. By the end, it was like this. They were like, okay, here's a box to demonstrate. They were like. And, like, so they were just basically tearing and throwing and tearing and throwing because there was just too much to get through. And they were actually bored. And it's like, okay, we can't have that. That's disgusting. And that's not their fault. That's our fault for not sort of flagging okay, we've gone overboard here. They are not, they have zero appreciation for for what's being given to them. And again, that's not their fault. Like we, we've created, we create, I, I, I'm happy to take responsibility for that and say, okay, we overcompensated for whatever reason. I don't know. And half the reason I think, another reason I don't like it is I don't think it's, to I don't think it's cool to buy your kids stuff so you feel good Mm. you know what I mean like I think you need to kind of flag that like I'm not saying don't let your kids play with pops and never buy them anything I'm not that's not what I'm suggesting I'm just saying that sometimes like I have noticed the, the psychology of it like, okay, say when my little, my kids were little and they were right into superheroes, I was like, oh, my gosh, the Batcave and, oh, and, oh, the, the Batmobile and, oh, Bat Lego and that, da, da, da. oh, he'll love this, he'll love this. But really, I was doing it for myself. Really? Was, okay, that's interesting. Well, well, I was making myself feel good by buying him, like, an abundance of stuff. 
like yeah, cool. Like the kid loves loves Batman. Buy him a Batcave. That's that's pretty cool. You don't really have to do much more than that. But we've got it in in our society. We've got it in our head. Oh well, you can't just give him that. Like what? What else is he gonna play with? It's like, man, those things are like a hundred bucks. Do you think that's do you think that's the norm? Uh, I don't know if it's the norm, but it's not uncommon mm. for people to buy ridiculous amounts of, of things. And so we've got to a point now where we're like, okay. Bag of rice. Yeah, yeah. You're either having rice or beans. What's it going to be? <laughs> um, so <laughs> legumes. Um, no, so we're like, okay. Even this, I think, is excessive, but whatever. A hundred bucks each, and you get to decide because they're not like. You know how much you can buy at Kmart for a hundred dollars? Well, not toys. Toys are toys are expensive, man. Like Molly Bell mm, wanted the Barbie. Yes. At K Town, you've got to get the best prices. They've got the best prices, but if you look around, so. Molly Bell wants a Barbie dream house. And I'm like, mm. okay, cool. Let's get it. And Matt's like, do you realize it's like 200 and something dollars? I'm like, what? A plastic dream house. That's not even that big is $200. That's a lot of money. Is and I just, I, I want my kids to understand that. There's other stuff going on in the world. Like I don't want to I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I want them to have perspective, dude. I want yeah. them to have perspective. I'm not going to go like full minimalist and say, "Right, you can't have anything." I'm not going to do that, but at the same time, I need them to understand like that you should see them, right? They'll go through they'll go through, you know, Toy World or Big Dub or wherever they're going and they're like, "Oh, yep, and I'll have that, and I'll have that." And I'll have that, 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 like just demanding with absolute <laughs> confidence and assurance that that's what they're going to get. And, and my problem with it is that when they have so much stuff, they don't value it. Mm. That's my real problem. It's, it's actually not even, oh, well, I, I don't like excess because that makes me quite, feel quite ill. But apart from that, it's, it's the fact that they demand so much and then they get it and they don't value it. Mm. The only way they're going to start valuing things if it's reduced and they have to work harder for things. If you just give, 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 then they're going to be brats. And, you know, I'm not this. I am saying all of this for my kids and my family. I am not imposing this on anybody else. What other people do and how they raise their children is absolutely 100 percent up to them. Because I don't like people telling me how to raise my kids, so I'm not going to tell people how to raise their kids. I'm just saying, for me, I feel physically ill when I see so much stuff around my children and they're not playing with any of it. Or they, <laughs> or, or they throw it up against a wall. Oh, this will be fun. Let's break it. Yeah. That's, not, that's not cool. Yeah, I, uh, I think I tend to agree with most of what you're saying. Like, I don't think I would have ever been anyone who hit your crazy spending spree phase. Um, it's easily I'm, done, though. It's easily done. I'm, I'm, it, na I'm naturally a tight ass, so. Um, I, don't, 
I try to get them my best bang for buck. I think that's I don't think that's tight ass. I think that's just smart. <laughs> I just well, think that's that's intelligent. I don't think it's tight. I think it's just smart and valuing your money. That's cool. Mm. I, 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 I even I, I think we've spoken about how uh, we do the budgets. You you guys have budgets individually. We talk about how we've got our budgets. And I remember when Tigers made the grand final, and I'm like, I'm gonna go. Oh my god, yeah. it's three hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, but I respect like, that though. But the thing is, what I did, what I did was, is I bought it, but I paid it off within my own yeah. a monthly budget over three three months. I'm like, hey, I could do that. I I think that is fine because, in my view, like you don't know when tigers are going to get into the granny again. We don't, mm. we don't know that, right? So if you look at it from that perspective, it, it is something you definitely value. You write every game every week. Mm. This is like a passion for you. So for me, I'm like, absolutely, that makes sense to me. I don't, I don't look at that as a waste of money because you appreciate, you appreciated being there. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an experience rather than it's a an experience, thing. and it's an yeah. experience, yeah. So, you know, that's cool, but I don't, I don't want to raise my kids to be entitled. I don't mm. want to raise my kids to be uh, demanding. I don't want my kids to, you know, I understand that they are growing up in a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A, like a world of abundance where there's so much of everything. The best the world's ever been. Ah, oh, amazing. Like this guy I know is writing a book about how, you know, we have more than ever, right? More than ever. He's a pediatrician. More than ever. And yet the rates of anxiety and mental illness among our children is higher than ever. Like mm. what is going on? I think the I think they should be I think they really should be doing a study between the almost like the middle class of of Western countries mm. and 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 that of kids of like say third world countries to see the difference in attitudes because I think it has a lot to do with material possessions like I think we've spoken about it before as mm. well is that that concept of the hedonic treadmill so you get on this this cycle of oh yeah. it's a new car oh my new car oh yeah. six months yeah. later oh my car <laughs> you know this is I, I want something more now um, yeah like I told you like last week the kids cracked it because we went down for one to one car for a week and they were horrified <laughs> it's like do you want to catch the bus, man? Because I'm about to put you on a bus. Like, it's mm, like, I oh, think... they're like, oh, no, we've got to drive in dad's car. Dad's car doesn't have Bluetooth. We're not going to have Spotify. It's like, okay, this is – and, again, I'm not, I'm not judging them. It's about educating them and saying, you're actually fine. Mm. You are actually – you are – be thankful you're not walking to school because there are plenty of people that do. You know, it's just uh, a matter of using sure those. You, did you do that? I did that. 
mate, it was the best. I loved <laughs> it was social time. Like all the kids in the neighborhood got together and we walked to school. It was amazing. I loved yeah. it. Um, but I think it's just about seizing those opportunities, like not going, ah, oh, youth of today and just rolling your eyes and, you know, just assuming that they should know better because there's no one telling we're, – we're responsible for that. I'm very – I'm a huge believer in us being responsible for the raising of our kids. Whatever happens outside is what happens outside, but using those opportunities as learning opportunities to go, hey, I need to, I need to expand your expectations perspective on this and you would be amazed how much they get it they just go oh yeah okay all right fair enough i think it's gonna be hard to like just the society in general i think um people are or the (laughs) old man speaking here uh but it's it's a it's a generation of entitlement to an extent like there's But we don't have to just accept that. We don't just have to go, oh, it's a a generation of – and neither of us do that. But what I'm saying is people have the power to change – to change it. You just don't follow it. You just don't go – like, okay, so just based on principle alone, I will never own a car that has a DVD player in it. I just – I'll just – that's not going to happen. Unless we win something – or whatever, I'm not having a car with a DVD player in it. Because that, I reckon, is just buying into the whole idea. Explain what's the problem with the DVD player? For my kids, for my kids, I want them to understand. Because what happens is once you give it to them, you take it away, they think they can't cope. It's a DVD player in a car, yeah? Yeah. You know those ones with seats? There's a yeah, DVD so play Yeah, never going to happen. No. My kids are you, not... No. Nope. Like no. You don't need a screen in the car. You don't need... There is one time in your life where you don't need a screen. But you got I'm, not anti, I'm not anti-screens, but I'm, I'm not about giving every opportunity to be in front of a screen. They have enough screen time. Lucy's a little bit Lucy's a little bit younger, so you you might not really get this until she's a bit older. And the other thing is, you might not have the behavioural problems with your kids that I have with mine. Yeah. So I need to be mindful of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to be Different proactive. Thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but I don't agree with a a, a screen in the car. Why? <laughs> Because it's convenient. <laughs> I've got no problem with it whatsoever. I, I, I've got a massive problem with it. Massive. Why do you need, why do you need a screen yeah. in the car? You just want to look out a window. Just look out the window. Just look out the window. We listen to music and we sing and we chat. Talking? Yes, I talk to my kids. My kids are my buds. They're my you know pals, games we, man. You know what games we used to play when we were kids in the car? I spy with my little eye. I, I can't do games, man. Lucy, I need, I need... Lucy's playing it now. Not... No. 
Are you doing it yeah. with colours or letters? Colours, yeah, colours. <laughs> so I suppose my something. I suppose I spy something with my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I spy with my eye. Love it. Something that is green. Uh, the plant. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what my kids do? They change it. So if you get it right, if you go, oh, I suppose my something begins with R, road. No. It's like, I know you're changing it, man. Every time I get it right, they'll change it to something else. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's just that's just my opinion. Like, I have got no problem in no. keeping things a little bit basic because um, I just think things are moving too fast. And, I, and I'm not a fan of that. You know this. You're just, you're just following the Christ way. No, it's got nothing to do with I'm not Amish. <laughs> um, do, do Amish have a belief? Yeah, they're, they, yeah, they're Christian. But they oh, are, they, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they are like full fundamentalists. They're like, uh... I, you know what? I, I, honestly, I think they're onto something. If you want my honest <laughs> opinion. <laughs> All right, you know mate, what? get on, get on the horse, buddy. Just gonna get some milk, mum. That would be you ridiculous. I kind of get it. I kind of get it. They're like, you know what? We just. We believe what we believe and people bag us out and so we'll just take matters into our own hands and just be chill. There's Don't a, be Amish. You know what? They're I, happy. Leave them. Something I need to touch on in regards to Christmas. I know you were saying the thing about the the gatherings and, yeah. you know, how you do it all the time. So, but I well, not, actually well, not so much love... now because I'm in Perth. But you know what I'm saying. I, I do. I do love the fact that it's like an occasion and everyone gets together. Like I might not probably right. maybe because I don't see my family all the time because you know driving to the suburbs is far. That's like that's like a full thirty minutes, man. <laughs> you know what you should do? Just get a DVD in your car, sorted. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when we do like, so when we do get together, I, I actually enjoy it. Like, uh, there's this, yeah. like, for a couple of reasons. Like, I had this really bizarre stat, which was like, oh, I don't like hearing statistics like that. And it was, um, think about how many times you see your parents a year. Yeah. Oh. And then think about how many years they kind yeah. of have left. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh no! That's so then you put that in that perspective, you're like, ah, oh, well, I'm gonna look forward to seeing my parents and spending time with them because you know I don't do it as often anymore, and you oh, know, gosh, that's horrible. Stuff like that. Well, it's reality. So. It is reality. Well, reality's horrible. So that's why, to an extent, I'm I'm grateful for those moments. So I make the most of it. But does it need to be Christmas, dude? For you to, no, for but you, that's a good, to, it's a good, we see each other, you know, for different occasions, those, but I don't know, it just, it's got a, it's got a marble about it, you know. Okay. No, but that's good. I, I wish, listen, 
I wish I had the Christmas gene. I don't have it. Point blank. I don't, I just, I don't have it. I'm a real, I'm a bit of a Scrooge. I always have been. Because I'm like, I don't get it. Someone, expi- you know why? Because. I friends with the Scrooge. I know. And the, and the weirdest thing is I'm like so happy every other day of the year. It's weird. Maybe I do like all my celebrating like every other day. So I'm like, what's. I'm just going to call you Scrooge McSouster from now on. Yeah, you can. Many, many did in high school. They're like, dude, what's up? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I, I just can't. You know what it and is? I think. What? I know what it is. What? You're an only child. Maybe. Maybe. It's like, okay. I think it is. You know, presents are open. Now what? Maybe. Let's go and play with my siblings. Ah. Uh. <laughs> That's right. Don't have any. Maybe. But what, I, can't, I can't even imagine the difference that would be. Like, I think about it now. Like, they're two separate lenses of life, right, that we've both lived through. Like, you've had that um, being the only child and I had a brother and, and later on I had a sister as well. So yeah. it's it's hard to sort of understand the different dynamics in if it, an unlived what? experience is an unlived experience. So you, you can only take it from the, you know. I, the, think, the it's a, the I think it's a really var- valid theory. Like mm. I was probably just bored going, okay, can we just go to Nana's well, now? How many more samosas do I need to eat today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so look, there could be definitely something in that, but I would say in in this in this season of my life, I am disgusted and appalled by the like I mean you go to the shops and everyone is just they're just <laughs> off their nuts, man. And it's like it's okay, you'll get a parking. Chill. Man, I went like, to I'm concerned Ch- for your health. I went to Chadston on Oh, I Sunday. can't. No, and please don't I'm tell like, me. I can't. I got. I got Sometimes I don't like. See? That's the part of it I don't like, and that's why I try and do it swiftly. And yes. Done. Yes. But there are people who are. There are people lining up at stores. What is wrong with these people? I. I. This is okay. This is what I I'm talking about. New, I think there was a new store. I think in a in Melbourne. It started in Melbourne called Culture Kings. Basically, all it is is, like, sneakers, hats, oh. basketball jerseys. <gasps> and there was a freaking massive line. I'm like, Mate, this there is should be a line. There should sh- be a You can buy this line. shit online. Online, exactly. <laughs> that sounds like a really cool shot, though. That sounds amazing. This is full of – they call them – I'll, I'll censor myself. They call them F-boys, the style. Yeah, okay. it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre term for a person who dresses like that. <laughs> what? Why are they next, called that? In the next episode, exploration of the F boys. <laughs> of the F boys. Um, but you know that I meant yeah, the expletive F right there. Yeah, right. That that is what I'm talking about. That that energy. <laughs> it's fine, man. Not for me. It's not. I don't like it. I have to. You don't have to to like it. No, but this is this is the point of our show, is it not? This is the point of our show to share ideas and thoughts on any given subject matter. Mm. And for me, I I just can't cope. 
All right. Scrooge, we're going to move to the next segment of the okay, show. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, I'm going to make a summation. The summation of the last segment was Sally doesn't like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a no surprise to many because those who know me know my thoughts. So let's ring the bells for some Christmas cheer. Ding, 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 ding. We're going to discuss the best Christmas movies of all time. Come on. The best Christmas movies. I must start by saying that some people might go, that's not a Christmas movie. But in my books, it's a Christmas movie. Bring it on. All right. Do you know what I used to love? They don't do it anymore. But years ago, I'm talking like in the 80s, they used to do those. Can you remember those puppets? Those reindeer. Uh, uh, Can you remember no. the Christmas? About the, the Muppets Christmas carols. <laughs> Move on. No. Anyway, come on. Give so us Christmas. your five. There are, there are, this was actually quite hard. I started with a list yeah. of 15. Um, oh. Yes, and then I trimmed my way down, way down. Okay. Then I get to a top five, and then they jumbled out around. I will start with, this is a top five, but honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Did make top five, but uh, great movies. Uh, Gremlins, because that is like a childhood movie of mine. Hey, nice one. You've done your research. Nice. Yeah, good. Uh, I like it. The next one is one of those initially like loosely based Christmas movies, but Trading Places. Oh, come on. Yeah. So good. Uh, uh, and then I think the funniest, which is coming up to Trading Places, but I think the funniest Christmas movie of all time yeah. is Elf. It's on my list, man. Absolutely. Of it, all time i swear if you if you don't it's have funny. elf if you don't have elf on your top five you obviously try. you hadn't seen it because that is the kids and i watch that like during the year we watch elf a lot because it's just so unbelievable they didn't they didn't make the top five uh oh, they, so didn't, my they top... didn't make the top five okay they were honourable mentions. They were honourable mentions, okay. If I had a top eight, they would be in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, uh, Elf didn't make a top five. Wow. No, it didn't. But it's definitely your funniest of yeah. all time. Funniest of all time. Christmas no doubt. No doubt. So at number five, um, was it was a global smash. This movie was huge when it came out. Home Alone. Oh, it's on my list. Yeah, yeah. It's on my list. Yeah, like, that movie yes. was huge. Like Macaulay so Culkin, the new child star. I love that movie. It's so good. It's on my yeah. list. Yeah, I, I might watch it this year. Actually, it's probably been a good ten years since I've it's, watched it. It's funny. It's funny. I saw Joe Pesci the other day. Bit, He's bit of old man. Well, a, I don't know why I had to say that, but because when you mention, it's just fun to say Joe Pesci. That's yeah, why you mentioned pesci. it. Pesci. Pesci, pesci. pesci. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> pesci. 
Gucci Pesci. <laughs> All right. Um. Next. <laughs> number four. Yeah. Uh, number four is Lethal Weapon. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm. A movie by a guy called Strong. Shane Black. Strong. He, uh, he, he wrote, I think he wrote that. He didn't direct it. But he comes up again, actually, Shane Black. Okay. okay. Two movies, same guy in my top five. He's obviously yeah. a Christmas. Maybe I need to speak to this Mr. Black. Maybe he can turn me around. Number he three. Yeah. I think he's, actually, is it the newest one? Maybe. Maybe it's the newest. Yeah. No, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my all-time favorite actors. Come on. Come on. Hugh Grant. It's in. on the list. It's on the Love, list. Actually. Yes, it's on my list. Yep. <laughs> it's on my list. It's a very good movie. It's the best. How many times? How many times have just you and I together watched Love Actually? Let alone how many times have we watched it? How many times have you and oh, I watched it together? Many. Uh, Hugh Grantathons. Hugh Grantathons. Listeners, we, and together with our really good mates, Nigel and Bree, we used to get together and have these Hueathons and just watch Hugh Grant movies. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Hugh Grant. He's just likeable. I, I love, oh, we lo- and every movie he's in, I love it. So, Notting Hill, that, about that, a boy, big he's, fan. He's, uh, he's very much <laughs> in the same genre of Jason Bateman. Like they make movies, you kinda of just want to watch them. Kinda of wanna watch them can do no wrong. Yeah. Do no wrong. Uh Love Actually was three. Uh number two. Yeah. Is die Hard. Number two is Die Hard. <laughs> number two is Die Hard. Okay. And I love Die Hard so much. Seriously, like, I, like I have hard. to I'm just gonna say it right now. <laughs> If you don't love Die Hard, I might need to punch you in the face. <laughs> because now, it's Bruce. We should really start a petition for Bruce Willis to get a Best Actor award for Die Hard. Dude, yes. It needs to be in the <laughs> Hall of Fame of greatest movies of all time. That's all you have to say. All you have to say is die hard. That's it. Nothing more. And you should just. Yeah. <laughs> John McClane. John McClane. Come on. Yes. And I'm not, I don't okay. even like action movies and stuff. Yeah, I know. And I'm just like, but it's die hard. Yes. But it's die, but it's die hard. We're going to get those die hard t-shirts, dude. Come on. Can we please? Like, if it's something, like, with Bruce Willis, like, with a gun in his hand swinging on a pole or something, with Die Hard written on it, I reckon I would buy that straight away. I want a T-shirt that says, I love Bruce. How about that? (laughs) I heart BW. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. Um, Now, number Number one. Number one. Yeah, come on. Number one could possibly be my... Favourite movie of all time as well. Ooh. That's a big statement. I just really like it. Yes. I like the I like the vibe this guy makes in movies. So Shane Black, the guy who wrote Lethal Weapon, he made a movie called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. 
Oh. Love that movie. Love that movie. I've forgotten a lot of it. Yeah, right. But I remember watching that movie for the first time and going, oh, my God, what did I just watch? That was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just got – you know when you watch something and something just – has this vibe to it. The guy, that Shane Black dude, he's like, you know, when you watch Lethal Weapon, it's got that Lethal Weapon vibe about it. So I can't explain it. But um, no. that Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is an epic movie. And yeah, I think my good. number one Christmas movie of all time. That's really good, man. That's really good. You've done your research. You've been, I think, fair. And you've been, yeah. Wise. You, like, you, like that, you like that list? I, I really like that list. And mine is not dissimilar. Mine mm. is not dissimilar at all. Um, so you so, Home Alone? So this, this might be like a bit boring now because it's very, very similar. So my number five, um, you know what? It was, it was, it was kind of hard to, to rank these, but I just had to just – it's like ranking your children. It's very hard. But so number five for me – I doubt that you'd be familiar with this movie but this is a movie I watched so much as a child <clears throat> it stars Judy Garland and it's it's a movie called Meet Me in St. Louis and it's actually ah, my favorite it's actually my I favorite did, do you know that movie I did see on my research but I because ah, I've never maybe, seen it yeah that is one of my all-time like for you kiss kiss bang bang and Meet Me in St. Louis is one of my favorite movies of all time I've just mm. it's just you would probably watch it and go, what, what is this? What is this? Because like, it's a very classic. It's very old, but it's just classic Judy. So, um, yeah, Judy Garland fans know that movie well. And, yeah, it's highly respected. So, Meet Me in St. Louis. Number four was Home Alone. Come on, McCulkin. <laughs> like, <laughs> Macaulay, he was like the biggest thing in the world at one stage. Did I just say McCulkin? I just said McCulkin. Macaulay McCulkin. Yeah, I said McCulkin. <laughs> Macaulay McCulkin. Macaulay McCulkin. Such a good actor. <laughs> good on McCulkin. Oh, McCulkin. I heart McCulkin. Uh, <laughs> <Same yeah. now. laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Dude, it's like, it I'm is. stressed. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. He was uh, so cute. Kevin. Kevin was so cute. How can you leave a kid at home? Can, can you just pause there for two seconds? You watched um, Kaminsky Method season two, yes. yeah? Yes, yes. Six cents, kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What happened to that guy? I don't know what to say. You can be, you have to be honest. Well, I will honestly say he's now a Scientologist in the Kaminsky Method. That's as honest as I'm going to get there. Okay. Moving on, moving on, number three, Elf. I mean, I, I could not have a list and not have Elf. <laughs> you know, it's funny. anyone that's going to eat maple syrup on their spaghetti, like anyone that fights Santa – in a department store is is just up there for me. Respect. WF. <laughs> yeah. Just that is gold. That movie is just gold. Number two, Love Actually. 
I never watched that movie and not want to watch it to the end. I never watched that movie and go on board of this. I never watched that movie and don't feel like I want to hug someone. I just want to love everybody. It, love, actually. It really, it hits such a great note of so many different emotions and they're all done so well. Like they handle death well. They handle um, um, love, obviously, well. They handle, you know, things like grief, you know, like mm. when the guy has a, um, a, a an affair and, you know, whatever. So they hit all those, like, really deep emotions really well, but it's funny. Yeah. I don't know how they do all of that. And, like, re- it's really quite a sensitive movie. Like, you know, even that iconic scene where he's got the – he's not saying anything, he's got the sheets and he's, you know, you know, that iconic with the bride. Oh, yeah. and Yeah. I mean, it's just done so well. It's just done mm-hmm. so well. And it's funny, but there's part of you that goes, I'm going to cry. This is amazing. How am I How am I sad and loving this all at the same time? That's. I think that's pretty clever. So, yeah, love actually, iconic. And my number one's Die Hard. <laughs> Your number one is Die Hard. No, Come on! What is better than Die Hard? What? Uh... I, you know how we, we've often talked about sequels? Yeah. Three are awesome as well. How many did we count last time? Is that five? Four? Is there five? Oh, okay. I, I think so. After. They kind of went overboard. In the end. Right. But again, do no wrong, Bruce. So mm-hmm. they can make I ten just, of them. I just love how they just try and string out all these shows now. Please it's so funny. Well, no, the the latest one, Last Blood. Not First oh, Blood, but Last Blood, Sylvester Sloan. <laughs> like, Rambo, you, you're Rambo. I'm going to tell you, John Rambo, you are way too old for this movie. <laughs> I love, what, which one did I love? Rambo 3, I think. That was cool. Was it Rambo was in Vietnam? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. That was so cool. Yeah. He's not an action movie fan. Die Hard, Rambo. <laughs> just punching him out. No, but I, okay, so 80s, 80s action movies were very different to action movies now. Now they're just too loud and there's too much going on. And I want to go like this. I need sunglasses. It's too Can much. Can I tell you how much I was a massive fan of 80s and 90s action movies? And then I just lost interest. I'm yes. like, after that, I'm like, they've gone somewhere else. They've gone, well, you know what I also love? 80s and 90s. Oh, I'd say it's probably more 80s martial arts. Come on. <laughs> no, re- no, re- no retreat, no surrender. <laughs> I've got... Uh... I love those movies. Steven Seagal, movie, come on. That no guy. retreat, no surrender is such a bad movie. Yeah, but I love it. <laughs> I love bad movies so much. Van Damme is a bad guy. But they're definitely, they're definitely movies that you had to watch then. Like, you know, like sometimes Matt tries to get me to watch or vice versa movies that I really liked back then and you watch it for the first time in this day and age and you go, what am I watching? What is this? <laughs> but if you've, if you've got that emotional connection, you're like, what are you talking about, man? This is amazing. This 
this is the this is the weird dichotomy of Purple Rain. Purple Rain is like one of the best albums ever. <laughs> it's probably the shittest movie of all time. Watch so your bad. mouth. You watch your mouth. It is so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched it as an owl? Dude, of course I have. It's Purple Rain. Oh, it's it's one so... of my top, top. Purple Rain is one of my top five albums of all time. Oh, but I think I think I can is... I can like. I can tolerate the movie because of the music. Right. And and it's Prince, so he can do no wrong either. It's like, I don't care. I don't care yeah. that um, you're at a lake of Minnetonka. Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> He's a, I'm sorry, but is he, is he acting? What is he doing in that movie? <laughs> Who cares? I don't care. It's Prince. I don't care. He could he could ride around on a unicycle in a clown suit and I'd be like, cool. What? You're Prince. Can you I, can. Do you do you know what um like what's his racial background, Prince? African American. African American. Straight up African American, is he? Um I don't know, but he's definitely got the blood. Are you are you uh, looking it up? Yeah. Was Prince mixed race? I was going to picture Bruno Mars. Uh, Prince. Uh, both his parents were light-skinned African Americans. Right. And his grandparents were from Louisiana. Uh, okay. So yeah, he's black. I don't like talking about Prince. It makes me so super sad. He died pretty young, yeah. How old was it he? Makes, like, it makes me really sad, dude. He's you don't young. know him? No, I don't, but he was a phenomenal artist. He's, he's only 16 years older than you when he died. Thanks, man. That's that's <laughs> really encouraging. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Prince. Prince. I love him. So that's we're, the top five. Christmas. We went, that, we went to that concert. Hey. Yeah, I got to see him once live. That was amazing. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him also it's in. Late. I saw him in ninety two. Oh, ninety two wow. or ninety three. Yeah, I did. Did he do bat dance? Did he bat dance at that one? Uh, I don't know if he did bat dance, but it was it was promoting diamonds and pearls. Oh, that was a good song. Good. Was it an album, Diamonds and Pearls? Yeah. Was that when he was still Prince or had he transitioned to a symbol? He was a symbol. He was a symbol? He was the artist formerly known as, yeah. There you go. It's so sad that he had to do that. See? Feels. So you're getting sad now. No, I'm not sad. I'm like... It's, it's a bit, it's a bit unfair. No, totally. I love him. That's life. And I'm Darren Hinch. You're Jason Clare, actually. It's weird that we used to have shows like that on TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's still shows are like that. We just don't watch TV. Are there? Yeah. I, I, I came up with this really bizarre thought last night. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's a very. Mm, I might call it selfish 
way of thinking, but I think I've got to a stage where all I'm really going to pay any attention to is my family and not worry about again, the world. Again, I don't think it's selfish. I think it's intelligent. Hmm. Because really, I think we, you get to an age where you go, okay, my life's running out. I don't have as long as I want. So I have to make sure, well, you don't have to make sure, but I want to make sure for my life that like, every day is, is, is valuable and cherished. And there's a lot of people out there who are just mean and they're not nice and they don't bring value to your life. So you're like, why would I waste my time? And I used to, because you know, like I used to be a, a, a full-on people pleaser. So I was always doing things, you know, crossing my boundaries for other people just so I would be liked. But I realise that about myself now. And I'm like, well, that can't be the motivation. If people Ooh. are going to turn on you, they're going to turn on you. No matter is how. It to be, is it better to be respected or liked? Respected all the way. Yeah, I know. All the way. Because if you've got someone's respect, I think that's so much more concrete than being liked. If you're mm. if you're liked, that's kind of you, you don't know which way they're gonna swing. Because it's very and obviously the, the golden the golden area is liked and respected. Oh, that's a sweet spot, yeah. Yeah. I like and respect opposite- humans. I don't like the opposite of that. Oh, it's brutal, man. It's brutal. Yeah. Dislike, disrespect. Oh, ouch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. There, there are a few people fall into that um, category, though. Yeah. Hitler. They... Hitler. Well. <laughs> there was an easy one. That was an easy one. I could just push him in. I just kick him in. Yeah. He's a really interesting, uh, I like, um, what do you call them? Uh, Dilemmas. Mm. Uh, Ethical dilemmas. And Mm. if someone said to you, you could take a time machine, go back in time. Yeah. And shoot baby Hitler. (gasps) That's a philosophical. Well, no, I wouldn't because if he was a baby, I oh no, but I, I'm going back in time, so I know. Well, no, I wouldn't because I can't. Christians can't murder, so no. So I'm you like, allow eight million Jews to get killed? Hey, I'm not allowing it. That's on him. <laughs> That's oh, no. not me. It's That's a, not me. That's on him. Thing. Would you? I still can't believe that. I still can't believe that actually happened. Oh, uh, isn't it? Like, I feel like I'm missing something. Like, because Matt's a real history buff and he's across all this stuff. And I, I'm like, yeah. dude, I feel like I'm missing something. Like, like where were the police? Like, why wasn't he arrested? Like, I, I know that sounds really dumb and really juvenile, but I, I try to get my head around it. I'm like, but why was there no authorities? I still still don't get why, like, on the, you know, how on these social justice uh, gradings of how people are underprivileged and all that kind of stuff, 
I still don't get why the Jewish people aren't still way up at the top. Yeah, they've been right. The most, they've been the most hard-done by yep. group. And it wasn't even that long ago. God's people. God's people have been the most persecuted of all time. Wow. Yeah. It's intense. Like yep. 70 years ago, 80 years ago. Not that long ago. Crazy when you put it like that. It's not that long ago. It's really not. People have had... started eating breakfast. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Didn't you know, like, breakfast is, like, a fairly new thing? Is it? Yeah, it's not that old as a concept. Okay. Why? When did it come in, like, with cereal or something? Mr. Kellogg. Mr. Kellogg. When did people start eating breakfast? And this will have to be the end of our conversation. (laughs) 17th century. A little bit before. (laughs) (laughs) 17th century. But how do they know? When did most people? That's very useless fact. Thank you. I don't know well, it's still I'm... weird that only 300 years ago they were just starting to eat breakfast. But for all those millions of years before, ah, no who needs breakfast? We don't know <laughs> that to be true. That is true. Who was the guy, who was the historian that wrote we eat breakfast at 7am? The Romans you... didn't eat breakfast? Do you eat breakfast? I stopped eating breakfast. <laughs> My breakfast is I, coffee. I I uh, I'm trying intermittent fasting where you yeah, slop that one out. They yeah. need those. They need peanut butter toast. Oh, so Need good. a black coffee. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. I probably I'm going to try and stop drinking coffee too because I think it's bad. Well. I can't have that conversation and I'm not ready for that. You know it's bad for you, right? No, it's not. It is. Coffee in excess is bad. How many coffees do you drink a day? If I had my way, a thousand, but I probably have two. That's okay. Yeah. I have three or four. Yeah, so good. (laughs) (laughs) Three o'clock. It's going to be a late night. Yeah, but see, I can't, I can't drink coffee after ten thirty a.m. because my body doesn't detox it. My body doesn't detox it. Uh, going to bed, I'm gonna have a little ten thirty p.m. No, oh, I wish. No. If if I if I yes. Get that at restaurants when like it's ten o'clock. Oh, you want a coffee? And I'm like, can you just f off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like no, I'm not working night shift, man. <laughs> yes. It's quite a bizarre thing, I find. Yeah, it's weird. Just bring me a green tea. Green tea? <laughs> you know what I did? I'm going to leave on this note. I'm an idiot. I thought I had green tea in my, um, I got one of those keep cups, you know, those recycle cups, because I'm such a good human being. Um, oh. And they're actually really bad. 
you got to drink like 3,000 coffees just to make up for the carbon footprint of the production. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Anyway, anyway, you, I thought I'd put green tea in there and I was double bag it. I like to double bag my teas, get them nice and strong. Double bag them. And I left the table, I started to have a sip, let it cool down. Peppermint tea. <laughs> really, really strong. And I'm like, I can't drink that shit. Put it down. <laughs> left, it, great. left it in my cup for like overnight. Oh I God. get it and then say, I'm trying to wash it. I'm pouring coffee. My coffee tastes like mint. <laughs> like embedded in the I can't get rid of it it's like the fibers of your cup liquid usher it's just like gone into it soaked in and you know what you should do peppermint you know what you should do if you ever do that again like peppermint tea cool it down put it in the fridge drink it later it's bomb cold cold it's good the only thing minty I like is toothpaste and I don't like swallowing that shit Really? You don't like yeah. mint? No. Minties? Uh, oh, the only oh, chocolate. Only, the, the only, yeah, I do like minties. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Okay, wait, secret. Um, the only chocolate and mint combination that I actually like are those dirty restaurant dinner mints. For some reason, <laughs> they, I'm really... they go? Red tulip. They don't make those anymore. It's like, like really thin ones, like that little yes. layer of ice. They don't go, hmm, hmm. They are hmm. lovely. But any other thing, like a Cadbury with mint chunks or oh, some crap yeah. like that in there, get out. What it's like pineapple. Mint, what about a mint slice? No. Okay. Yeah, you really don't like mint, mint, man. I like minties. I like mint on its own. <laughs> <laughs> the solo mint? <laughs> yeah, like you know those packet of eclipses, you know, you know yeah. the eclipse, the sugar-free things. Like, I only found out that they give you diarrhea because I'm like, oh, I like this mint. Oh, I, oh, oh, oh. excess, too much, too much yeah. of anything's good. I learned that. A mint, just yeah. savor that. My, yeah. I have like a disease that where I need my jaw to move all the time. <laughs> called ADHD man uh I think it's called an eating disorder but I don't know okay chew have chewy yeah that's really ugly don't you find chewing like people who chew chewy don't you find it like gross like someone's just there like (laughs) right in front of your face like get out of my face man I don't want to see that yeah it's not my favorite yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Can you please dispose of your chewy before the <laughs> before meeting? We, yeah. I, yeah. Think in, I think in the business world, if you come to a meeting with chewy, yeah, you deserve no. to get, like, backhanded. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not okay. That's quite disrespectful, actually. And on that note, it's time to go. Enjoy your minties, man. Hey, you know what? It's only, what's the date today? There's only 21 days to Christmas. Can't wait. (laughs) You enjoy Uh, that. 
Are you doing anything for Christmas? No. Are you just staying in? What to come home for Christmas, man? It's like it costs us like eight to ten grand to get over there. I'd I'd get a DeLorean to come over, but it'd still be it'd go back to its real time. You you sent me if you sent me a DeLorean, I might actually that might pique my interest. Sorry, dude. The problem with problem with DeLoreans is they don't go forwards in time, so you can't come to Melbourne. Oh. All right. Okay. Shame. <laughs> no, you can come whenever you like. Just yeah. take the RAV and bring right. the kids. Yes. Because I I'll love that. With no DVD. Yeah. Across the Nullarbor. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They'll turn into new people by the time you get over here. <laughs> Desensitized yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, this is what the world is. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's what it would be. All right, dude. Until See you then. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>